All right, hello, idiots on Parade, the two ugly for TV podcasts. How are you doing, Jake? Good. How are you doing? I am well. It is Monday night, March 2nd. We are on the eve, the eve of Super Tuesday. Jake, are you excited? Are you giddy with anticipation? Good good to go, man. Super Tuesday is my favorite Tuesday of the year. I um, There's so much to talk about. Tom Steyer, out. Buttigieg, out. Klobuchar, gone. And Bloomberg, joining the fray. How exciting is that? Three quit and one comes in. I'm surprised Tom Steyer, what, what was it, uh, Steyer, right? Yes. Steyer. I'm surprised he stayed in as long as he did. Uh, after Bloomberg joined, because it's like, all right, there's another billionaire from the coast who has joined, but this guy people have actually heard of. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're kind of fucked now. That is a good point. Yeah, I, here's what confuses me about everything. There are so many takes on this. Uh, first of all, I thought it was interesting that Buttigieg dropped out. Uh, I guess he was a statistician. Uh, Stat, uh, statisticians guy. Uh, he he looked at everything, and he saw the writing on the wall. So he wanted to get out before. But it's funny that he can finish first in Iowa, second in New Hampshire, and top five in Nevada and and South Carolina. Biden shits the bed in three. Does well in South Carolina, and Booty just goes, "Oh shit, I'm out." And Biden's like suddenly a god. You know, it's it's funny how you yeah. be. But here's the other part I found interesting. Um, Steyer, Buttigieg, and Klobuchar all drop out because Biden does well in South Carolina, a state that hasn't voted for a Democrat for president since, like, what, 1976? It's been a long time. So so how is a state that votes reliably Republican the bellwether for which candidates should leave the election because someone else did well in that state? It, it, does that make any sense? Well, kind of, because, I, I mean, it's the primaries, it's not the general election, so if they, you know, if 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 they're voting one way in the primary, like, yeah, they, it might not have anything to do, South Carolina, with, with the general election as much, because it's basically going to automatically go red, as long as, like, it'll vote for a red sock puppet that just goes, hi, my name is not a Democrat, vote for me, <laughs> you know, just like New York would do the same thing for a blue one, you know. True. Uh, so, uh, yeah, but it, it does still count in in the primaries because that's just picking the party's candidates. So all all the states count, you, you know, for that more or less. Whereas in the general election, it's just about the swing states. So yeah, I, I think it makes sense. Plus, well, I it's think also um, interesting that what you and I were complaining about last week. Oh my gosh, Buttigieg out of nowhere in Iowa. Holy crap, Sanders in Nevada. Wow, Biden in South Carolina. The media just eats it up. It's just a new right, it's it's right. the movie up. Squirrel. It's whatever's, you know, it, it's they just they they jump on it. They pounce on it. They love it. It's the new story. It's the fresh, ooh, look at all the Democrats infighting at the debate and now Biden comes out. It's a real fist fight between him and Bernie. It, I will say that that Buttigieg uh has Really, his candidacy speaks to me about how far we as a, as a country have come with accepting gay people as, as normal parts of society in my lifetime. Because I, I really do love him or hate him as a candidate. I think it, 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 it says something really incredible that, um, you know, in my life, and keep in mind, you people like uh, uh, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, a lot of like mainstream Democrats weren't officially in favor of gay marriage until something crazy like 2013 or something yeah, wild. Yeah, just a like couple goddamn years ago. Yeah, 
And now you fast forward seven years, and here's another guy. Here's a guy who's who's married to another guy. He says, "Well, you know, I'm going to have the first first gentleman in the White House." He's on the campaign trail, banging another dude every night, bringing him on stage. You know what I mean? Smiling, hugging him, kissing him on stage, and he is still manages to somehow be the most boring candidate doing all of that out of 22 goddamn people. Still the most boring one. I, I hear you. I disagree. I thought he was kind of... I, I didn't find him boring at all. What I liked about him was him going on Fox News, just going into the lion's den, the thing Elizabeth Warren said she would never do. She's like, why would Man, I go on Fox I, News? Yes, the I, I, I do like that... I, I, I do like candidates to go on Fox News... It's, I think they're being fucking morons when they don't do it. This idea that um, you're going to run to be the president of the of, of, of the United States and you're not going to talk to roughly half the country. That's fucking yeah. crazy to me. What, what does that say? What would you say about a Republican running for president who refused to do anything but Fox News? You, people would be like, well, fuck this guy. You know, he clearly only gives a shit about the other side. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I mean, politics... And it's a sign of weakness. I, I view it as a sign of weakness. You, you can't fucking... You, you, you only are good at home games. You're, you're a sports team that only plays home games if you don't go on Fox News. So I, I have no That's respect. That's a good point. That is a good point. I like that. But uh, let's, let's not bog ourselves down with politics. There's so much more going on. Last week, we recorded... We, we generally release the podcast every Monday. Last week, we recorded Monday morning, and we said, hey, all the news is fresh. We, we hit every topic. Two hours later, Harvey Weinstein verdict comes in. So we were already behind the times. Yeah, that's true. And I, you know, I don't care what anybody says. I think this is a conspiracy because Harvey Weinstein tried to buy NBC in the 90s. Okay? I'm standing firm on that. Well, what I thought was interesting, did you see his uh, perp walk after they... Uh, um, locked him up after after he was found here here's what's interesting there's so much i've seen like, pictures of him with the walker and stuff well that's the other that's the thing is during the trial he walked in and out of that courtroom in a walk with a walker hunched over oh my back oh my back i had back surgery i'm i'm a crippled old man how could i have ever raped anyone when he was found guilty they put him in cuffs he was upright and walking to the cop car. Suddenly, the walker wasn't necessary, and it wasn't like he was yeah, dragging Yeah, don't need his... the encore performance anymore. Don't need a sequel to that acting performance. Right. It wasn't like he was dragging a foot or hunched over still going, oh, I need my walker. He just walked right to the cop car. Like I hope suddenly... someone was walking behind him playing on their, on their phone the song, The Jake is up, the news is out, they finally found me. Uh, well, and here I The didn't... jig was up, man. No, no sense in pretending to be paralyzed or whatever. Well, he did. That's the other thing, though, is instead of going to Rikers like he was supposed to, he went to a, maybe he went to, I, no, I don't right. in front of me, he went He's to a like, medical well, facility. Faking, faking a, 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 a walking condition did not work. I will fake chest pains. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's now funny. My, that's like that's like when you see the, the the homeless guy on the train, and he's and he's 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 asking for money on one train, going, um, I, "I'm a I'm a disabled Vietnam vet, gets nothing." And then in the next one, he's like, "I um, I lost my kids in a car crash." You know, and just making up crazy different stories and stuff. Yeah, just keep whatever works rolling forward. Here's here's what I found interesting. You and I, and I'm, we have said this five million times. Our regular listeners are going to go, here it comes again, but I'm just going to say it. You and I have said a million times the case against Harvey Weinstein was a simple case of he said, 
she said, she said, she said, she said, she said, she said, she said 87 more times. What I found interesting about the verdict... He said 78 of them said. It could have gone either way. Could have been. Who, who's to say who's telling the truth? He tried to buy NBC women? in the 90s. It's a conspiracy. Or this guy. Well, that's the part I was just going to bring up, the 90s. So... Uh, I don't have it in front of me. It was a split decision, a couple guilty verdicts, a couple not guilty verdicts. Um, and they said that he was found not guilty on the more serious crimes that would have been life in prison. And one of them was uh, involved predatory behavior. Here's what I don't understand. Given that he said 78 of them said, and the fact that this has been obviously going on since the early 90s, isn't a predator someone that it's a repeated behavior a pattern that 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 just shows itself over and over again how do they say well there are all these stories dating back 30 years but i wouldn't call them a predator i I wouldn't say this was just a couple one-offs that's the part that boggles my mind is how they look at the history of the accusations and say "Eh, i don't see a pattern it it just happened with this uh, one woman here five fifteen years they ruled that he is not a predator. He is just a vicious herbivore with an attitude problem, like the white people. Moving on, uh, but Chris- I was a I, I didn't really read the details in, in terms of like the different charges and everything. I just know that he's. They haven't sentenced him yet, right? They haven't done sentencing. No, they have not. They're, they're right. saying you can and get anywhere. I think five he's to eligible to up, up to twenty five years, and so I I'm kind of. I don't know his age exactly, but I'm looking at him and doing the the run. If it was a table game and I was going to bet, this is a table game up in the cosmos. I'm I'm playing against God as as the house, and I can bet on will he or will he not be alive in 25 years. I'm gonna bet on no. If he is still in 20 alive in 25 years, I I don't think he's gonna be. Uh, up to doing much when he gets out like it's not gonna it, it's not like he's got a lot of quality life after that so i yeah 25 years that's i i i think you're good to go there i don't think you need the other charges no absolutely i mean it's it's not a life sentence but it might as well be a life sentence if they do everything i'm not giving and, you life sentence i'm giving you 27 consecutive sentences of 99 years sure. yeah and and uh even if um, say he gets like five years. Say they do nothing. He is on the hook for rape charges in Los Angeles. They might delay uh, putting him in jail, or maybe he goes to jail for five years, and the instant he gets out, he gets flown to Los Angeles to stand trial for the charges in Los Angeles. It it you know it's not over. It's not yeah. Over I mean, I I cannot see. I, I would be shocked if if the judge did not give him the absolute maximum he can get off of this. Yeah, did, did because it's, it's such a public, and I get that there's bribery and there's shit like that that goes on, but with this one, it's such a public case that if you really did anything short of the maximum, like basically if you gave this guy any sort of, uh, any sentence to where like realistically he's not going to be dead or close to it by the time he gets out, there, I mean, just the money wouldn't really matter because A, you would be publicly hated at that point. I just fucking hated for the rest of your life as that judge. And B, more importantly, they would, you know, well, more importantly, if you're somebody who just doesn't give a shit and you just want the money, people would be looking into it enough to where they would they would fucking dig up and and they would be able to, you know what I mean? Like that scene in Goodfellas when they, hey, don't buy don't buy that new car, don't get a fur coat. You know, they're going to be looking at us. They they 
I, I think they would catch you with with, with such a, a public case like this. I, I don't think there's any way to either get away with it or, or you know, be able to live any kind of enjoyable life if you're that villainized. Well, I mean, we have an example of it. Uh, the Brock Turner rapist uh, asshole piece of shit. The judge, I think his name was Aaron Persky. I can't imagine it's going great for that judge. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, he got kicked off the, the, the bench. They they right. voted him out. They, they did a recall yeah. and said, we don't want this guy in charge of our legal system. And they actively brought him down. They said, And that wow. Brock Turner thing, that, I mean, yeah, that was pretty big public news at the time like that it was definitely a national story nothing close to this level like well, nothing no, no, no. i'm just saying close. as far yeah that judge lost his job right. uh, but yeah he can probably go out to eat every i mean exactly with this one from where he different, lives he moves like, across the country he's fine because nobody knows who he is yeah this would be much bigger news yeah it'd be rough so um, you'd be the anti-tom hanks you would be the most hateable man in america <laughs> Let's jump to everyone's favorite topic in the news, the coronavirus. It's either politics or the coronavirus. And uh, Dude, let me just say, and listeners, I can fucking I can tell that you can you can hear it in my voice. I am just getting over a massive massive cold and fever thing I had like all weekend long starting You're just getting Friday over night. the coronavirus. I am just dude I like and I I don't get sick often, but man, this hit me out of nowhere. It fucked me up, and there's nothing. And I I am not one of those hypochondriacs, you know. I think those people are fucking nuts. This city's full of them. Oh, I need to see a doctor about this. I'm in therapy all the time for no goddamn reason, even though my life is great. I'm everything. Everybody, I gotta see the doctor. I everybody freaks out about medical shit in this city. It seems like. Um, I am the opposite of a hypochondriac. I never go to the doctor. I was when, when this thing was really hitting me. I was like, Jesus Christ, man, do I have this shit? You know, like I'm googling symptoms, and I and I I'm not one of those people that thinks I'm ever getting anything. I I don't I I, I don't care, you know. But I was still freaking out. It's getting getting uh, sick at a time when there's like a massive outbreak in the world and it's kind of spreading to here and and the starting symptoms are basically a really bad respiratory cold it's you yeah it's fucking you freak out man well i wasn't going to talk about this because it, it wasn't even on my mind however you just made reminded me of it um i have a friend that works uh, at a hospital he works the night shift uh and so the only thing that happens really is emergency room and uh they had a farmer come in just middle of nowhere not middle of nowhere iowa but someone you know a couple hours out from any city the guy comes in and he's freaked out he's like oh i'm sick i've got the coronavirus and so they're interviewing him not to be dicks but they're like okay and where do you live and he's on my farm he's like and where's your closest neighbor "Uh, about you know two miles away okay and uh, when was the last time you were in wuhan china i've never been to china Okay, so how do you think, living in the middle of nowhere, Iowa, you got the coronavirus? I ordered General So's chicken last night. He had the flu. I mean, it was just like, you talk right. about paranoia and, and idiocy. He watches oh, yeah. too much TV. He's in his house, in a farm, and suddenly he's got the coronavirus. It's like, okay, stop panicking. Yes, it sucks. Yes, we, we need to take precautions. <laughs> but if you are not surrounded by neighbors and you aren't visiting with, oh, you know, my cousin's living under my roof and he just got back from Wuhan province, you're right. probably fine. Well, and look, it said it spreads through animals, too. So, I, I mean, it's... The fact is, is we we don't really know as much as we'd like to a, a, about this thing. 
that being said, yeah, man, look at, and they go, oh, well, there's, there's six more people in Washington, D.C. who got it or, or whatever. And it's like, okay, that's out of a country of 350 million. Your odds of getting it are the same odds of you getting struck by a bolt of lightning while holding a winning lottery ticket, you know, but for like bad shit, you know, it's like the anti-lottery, but, you know, times seven or whatever the fuck your odds are of, and- of winning a lottery, you know. Absolutely. But my favorite part, well, there there are two things. Uh, Last week, and a lot of people talked about this, and I actively remember it. Uh, It was was tragically funny when Trump put uh, Pence in charge of it, because the first thing, and rightfully so, everyone brought up, Pence was the guy who allowed an HIV epidemic to run riot in Indiana. Not only run riot, not only get out of control, but he actively caused it to get out of control because there was an op- opioid epidemic people were using needles right. and, sh- and and shooting heroin and the CDC scientists and doctors came in and said holy shit they're going to start spreading diseases I know you are against drugs but they need clean needles and he went eh, I don't think baby Jesus would approve of that so no clean needles for those bad drug users users I'm passing out dirty needles I'm passing out infected needles that is what the Lord wants well, and at one point, uh, the study I heard or the news report I heard said that there were more cases of HIV being, be, HIV being spread in a tiny town in Indiana than were in New York City at the same time. Like, wow. that's how much it was exploding. And then eventually after, and I remember when this was making the news every single day, when, when they were saying Indiana is in an opioid crisis, HIV is exploding, I remember. And then Pence, after maybe a week, maybe two weeks, maybe I don't remember the timeline, but he went to, quote, pray on it, and then finally decided, eh, maybe these doctors can, like, help Jesus with their heathen ideas, and it started to get under control. But his his first response was, no, you know, no, no needles, because needles are bad. You can't help drug addicts. So I haven't been following the the Pence covering it. Like I've I've heard of it and I've just read headlines, so I, I don't really know. But has he been staying on brand and blaming the the coronavirus on gay people? Unfortunately, not. That's what's kind of sad. Is he has wow, really dude? His base is probably pissed. I, I'm, he should blame Obama because Obama legalized gay marriage. Ah, so. there you go. He's got to blame one of the two. But here's here's the neat part of the coronavirus. Here is the it wasn't uptick. for the Affordable Care Act, we wouldn't have no goddamn <laughs> coronavirus. Here's the upside to the coronavirus. This is the link I did send you. Satellite photos of China measuring air pollution plummeted. You and I talked several weeks ago about how uh, China's putting everybody on lockdown, and that's the neat part about it. Oh, it's crazy, man. Yeah, my girlfriend teaches online. I I mean, I think we talked about this, but she's still got kids that haven't been outside since this fucking thing. They've been quarantined for like two months. Oh, it's got to be good for her business because they all they can do is sit online and then learn and learn online, right? Yeah, yes and no. Um, it's it's good for her in terms of yeah, but they they were already they were already filling up her classes anyway. But now she she's teaching classes to um, crazy cabin fever kids who <laughs> are so fucking you, you know you know that last class of the day. It's it's it you know recess was early. It's the last class of the day. They won't sit still because it's almost three o'clock and they get to go outside. It's like that times two fucking months. <laughs> it's it's kind of every time up. every class is like that now. Oh yeah, every class is. But these these photos, listeners, I absolutely urge you to Google 
Uh, here's the headline. NASA images show pollution over China has cleared as coronavirus keeps people inside. It is insane. I would love to know the scale because the the, the picture on the left around from Beijing, the pollution is everywhere. We uh, you we had, always to, see to pictures be able to pollute. You got to go outside and get in your fucking car, man. No one's no one's leaving their apartments and shit. Exactly. There. This is coronavirus is the best thing to happen in Mother Nature. This is why Mother Nature did it. It said, okay, China, if you're going to keep eating shit you're not supposed to eat, look, I, maybe well, I'm not yes happy and no. about you eating uh, cows. Chernobyl doesn't have a whole lot of uh, y- y- you know emissions from cars these days either. I wouldn't call it good. <laughs> Still, but well, Chernobyl, Chernobyl was not nature taking care of itself. This is nature saying, all right, you're going to eat a fucking snake, you're going to eat a bat, you're going to eat a wombat, fuck you, now you got this disease, and it's going to start wiping you out. This was Nature Strikes Back, and it's, it's, it's beautiful. China's air is clean. It, it, I don't, it's Mother Nature resetting itself. I think it's wonderful. I mean, yeah, you know, so is Ebola and AIDS and all that stuff, man. I just want more people to die. Wait, no, 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 different podcast, sorry. Different po- I, I, that's my, that's my podcast. We're just evil the whole time, and we, we, we plot, we plot doom like, like Bond villains and shit. I want uh, more people to stay inside. I, I enjoy the quarantine aspect of it, but they, they have a timeline of January first through twentieth, twenty eighth through February 9th, tenth through twenty. Just it's dissipating, and then February tenth through twenty fifth, twenty twenty, all the air pollution's gone. It's coronavirus. Yeah, it's, it's good for Mother Earth. I suppose that's the the end all be all. I think you know how well I, I still you know it's 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 fucked up. I, I'm not going to make fun of you know like a disease that's killing a bunch of people and fucking say it's a good. Thing. I it's am when it's their terrible. goddamn fault. Nobody it's wants a, you to eat a goddamn it's bat. Not Stop their, eating it's bats. Not their, it's not like, dude. Everybody that fucking got sick. It's not like they got sick from eating bats. It may have originated by one jackass eating a bat, but then he coughed on a bunch of people that was like, dude, I, I I had I had quinoa for lunch, and then you coughed bats fucking pollution air on me and now you you, you've coughed your fucking bat germs into my quinoa salad and i'm sick because of you even though i was eating quinoa okay fair point to that however uh 15 20 years ago if china had then just clamped down on the all right we're going to stop killing tigers to get erections and no more rhino horns for our erections just if china 20 years ago had said you know what let's just stop being assholes when it comes to killing and eating everything we would they wouldn't have caused this today I don't know. A, a, we still eat pretty weird shit over here. If if you ask me, hey, Jake, what do you think is going to cause the next Ebola virus? Is it um, is it a bat? Is it, is it going to be fried bat, or is it going to be this thing called foie gras, where we force feed a duck Lucky Charms until it dies of type two diabetes and then eat its failing liver? I'm like, dude, that fucking weird culinary saw movie you just described. The second thing. That's totally what it is, man, because I'm not a doctor, but, like, the cannibal who only eats dudes who look like Chris Christie is the unhealthiest cannibal there is. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I would totally, foie gras, way weirder food than bat if you'd never heard of eating either one of them, and it's not, it's not doing that to us. Well, I actually have the next thing that's going to kill us, and it is in here. It's here in America, and this this is this is America doing its own version of the coronavirus. Uh, and of course, it's fucking Florida. Here's the headline: It's a lose lose situation. 
herpes-infected monkeys swarming Florida trigger backlash over plans to purge them. Non. <laughs> See, when I first read that, I was I didn't even realize it was real. I was just like, dude, they've made way too many Planet of the Apes sequels. Jesus Christ, man, they're running they're running thin on ideas. The the herpes monkeys attack Florida. That's that's the worst goddamn one yet. I actually I think that would probably be the best one, but I mean, I love the story. Just six monkeys arrived in Florida as tourist attractions in the 1930s. And like anything that gets out of control, that people are like, oh, this monkey was cute when it was a baby, but now it's, you know, tearing people's faces off and going on Oprah Winfrey or whatever happened there. That was a chimpanzee, I believe. Uh, now there oh, yeah. are 500 or 600 in Silver Spring State Park, and tourists love them. They love to go look at the monkeys. However, they all have herpes B, and they're running. Just don't all make of, out with any of them. Yep. <laughs> well, they're just they're they're non-native to Florida, and they're spreading herpes and they're tearing up the environment. And so scientists and doctors and 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 not naturalists, uh, you know, the people that study the environment are saying. We kind of need to get these monkeys out of Florida. We need to we need to thin them, and so of course tourists are saying, "No, don't hurt the monkeys." For years, I've been saying if Florida didn't straighten itself out, it would be nothing but a state filled with her- herpes-ridden monkeys, and people <laughs> didn't believe me. Thought I was being cute. Thought I was making jokes. Not literal. Absolutely, I, I was I was literal, and I and I was correct. You were correct. These have become a beloved tourist highlight in the state. Quote, people really feel emotional connect- emotionally connected to these animals, said Jane Anderson, an assistant <laughs> professor of research at the Caesar Klelberg Wildlife Research Institute. I mean, Dude, when, the, um, when, when, when the, the chief police guy or, you know, whoever's the, the district attorney, let's say, you know, whoever the, when this first hit his desk or her, uh, you, you know, how... I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall. You know, you know. At first, he thought it was a prank call. He's like, "Jesus Christ, how'd you let this report get this high? Can't you tell a prank call when you get one?" Oh my God, there's more of them, and and the, and and the 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 horrific realization that it was not a prank call, and in fact, his state is being overrun by herpes monkeys. And well, and I love uh, the bottom part of the story, which points out the hypocrisy of Americans, of all people, of so many people. There is hypocrisy. Uh, Florida is also overrun with pythons, with large snakes that eat eggs and are killing small rodents and destroying the ecosystem that way. Ooh, Japanese horror movie, Herpes Monkey versus Python. Yeah, <laughs> but the they point gotta make is, this happen. The point is, uh, they catch and kill snakes all the time. They have a snake eradication program to try and kill these pythons, so they stop eating bird eggs and just any eggs. They 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 are killing small rodents and destroying the ecosystem of the swamps down in Florida, of the Everglades, and nobody cares. You never hear anybody going, "Oh, but the cute little beautiful snake. I love snakes." No, because they're snakes. They're fucking ugly. Indiana Jones hated snakes. Everyone hates snakes. But a monkey that has herpes. It's furry and cute, and as like you just said, Jake. As long as you don't make out with it, who cares if it has herpes? You know, try not to try not to you know use a condom when you're going to make love to that monkey. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, I I do know people that had pets for snakes, but that's having a pet snake is arguably one of the top five white trashiest pets you can own. That is true. Uh, moving on to uh, the political... You know what's a huge turnoff for me, too, before we move on real quick? The, the photos of, like, the, the artsy, 
naked photos of sexy women who are either naked or in bikinis with giant snakes wrapped around them. Oh, I've, I've never, got never that. gotten that. I'm like, dude, that's that's fucking disgusting. Get it off of there. And I don't hate snakes. I like them. I think they're kind of cool. I just I, I don't want to see like I don't think it's sexy to see naked women holding and sexually caressing literally any animal. Don't want to see it like sexy women and, and and animals like that's it's just not it's 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 separate you know no i mean i i go all the way back to one of the original ones i don't know if you remember this but natasia kinski do you remember that no natasia kinski the one of the most famous photos she completely naked with a snake crawling on her, a python, and it's just gross. And it's this iconic image. It yeah. made Yeah, oh, there's a lot of those. Everybody and was like, I, oh, look, my God. I get it. Skinky. Snakes are shaped like dicks. Just put an actual dick in there and make it a full-on porn. What are you doing? It's so much creepier having a goddamn animal in there. Yeah. Uh, to me, that's so much dirtier and more wrong, quote-unquote, than... You, you know, just actually seeing people fucking. You know See, what I mean? Now like, you're talking about animals, and your dogs are getting pissed off. You're they're de- coming to defend their their animal brethren. Yeah, well, they're just trying to get a gig. You know what I mean? They're hustling. Yeah. All right, uh, this is the moving on. I thought this this headline surprised me. I'm not going to lie. I saw the headline, and it made me cock my head like a confused dog. I went, "What? Wait, what? What?" The headline was: ESPN Cleveland suspends reporter for using, quote, derogatory slur to describe Baker Mayfield. And I saw that, and I'm like, wait a second, derogatory? He is the white quarterback. Oh, my God. Did he get suspended for the same reason I got suspended from Facebook? I got suspended from Facebook for, for calling a friend a cracky, cracker-ass hunky. Oh, my God. Did he get suspended? Nope. Called him a fucking midget. Midget is now a derogatory slur. That's right. Uh, little people is the preferred... Uh, term, but yeah, now this is how far we've gone. ESPN Cleveland uh, issued an apology to our fans, our partners, the Browns, and Baker Mayfield. We are well, aware of Tony's statement. Uh, it is a derogatory term. I, little people is capitalized too. It's look. I'm not saying you should attack little people, but I, I don't think you put. Uh, Doug Stanhope used to have a famous bit about the word midget. Uh, and how it's not on the same level as, like, say, the N-word. And one of his jokes was, there has not been thousands of years of midget oppression or midget slavery, or now we're just, we're equalizing everything. Well, it's it's not, not it, right, it's it's not, but it's also like, you know, the guy's a, he's, he's a sports anchor, you, you know what I mean? Like, he's not, a, he's not a stand-up comic, he's a sports anchor, and... Is midget as offensive as the N-word? No. But you know what? Other slurs aren't as offensive as the N-word. Literally every single other slur. That doesn't mean <laughs> no, no, you, you don't that doesn't mean that you want well, it don't it's not the N-word. So yeah, say spick all you want on fucking ESPN. Yeah, I mean, you you can't do that. And and I get that uh, midget used to be such a like a common way to, re- to to refer to little people oh yeah this it's, is brand new and and i get that little people just but it's also the context it's of it yeah. it's also the context of it it's not like it like his intention matters you know what i mean it's it's not like if he was interviewing peter dinklage and he just said you know as um as a big celebrity and you, you know a, a a positive icon in the community what is one of the main things you would like to see happen in society to to 
to help out midgets. You know what I mean? It's not like he might correct you. You know, maybe he'd get pissed off. I don't know the man, but they're not going to have the same kind of outrage as, hey, this quarterback's a fucking midget over here. Why'd we get the midget on our team? Like, like guys, because that, that's different context. It's the same word, but it, like intention matters. You know what I mean? His intention was he was using the, whether you want to call them midgets, little people, dwarves, whatever, he was using them as as sort of a, a, a cheap joke against the guy. And 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 he was saying something that was that was the context of it was derogatory against little people in in the way that he was using the word midget. It's not like he was being all technical with the use of the word. And I would even if I used correct fucking verbiage with some shit like that. It's not like if I if I, if I was a news anchor and I was like eh, Donald Trump, you believe this new tax bill? This guy's as stupid as a person of color. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, that's the correct term. Your person of color is the correct term, but you're still being a dick. You yeah, know what that, I mean? That would get you in trouble. That, that would get, get you in trouble. trouble. What? Trouble. I said person of color. It's not a slur. You, but you, yeah, but you, you use the correct term as a slur. Like, you know what I mean? It's it, This guy was saying something shitty about little people uh, and, and comparing them to, to this quarterback. Oh, that is true. I cannot argue that. That I, I, I won't even try to argue against that because you are absolutely correct. Uh, what I would like to know is how many little people were offended, if any, when when you hear that uh, the you know thirty two million dollar quarterback of the Cleveland Browns was were, was got compared to you. Well, probably not many little people have bigger problems. No pun intended. But uh, <laughs> it, 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 you know, the thing is, is it's not about. How many? What do you got to send around a survey to see how many people think it's okay that you just used a racial slur on a fucking news on a sports news program? Like, look, if you're the director of sports news and and, and you're living in two thousand my two thousand twenty, fucking cancel culture at its at its peak at its fucking peak, you're gonna err on the side of using too few slurs on on your goddamn news program. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not a, it's not a comedy show. It's 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 not like a it's 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 not music. You, you know what I mean? Like you, he's he's not a rapper or something. He's not a hair metal guy. He he's not a stand-up comic. It's a, it's a, it's a news program. You got to not use any slurs, even the small ones. Let me go sideways with it because a lot of people believe this and I do to a point. I'm not going to lie. Um, do you think thing this sort of helps the Trump candidacy, the Trump, uh, pre- because he got elected in part on politically correctness angers, like, okay, how far are we going to take it? And if we keep pushing it, I mean, do you think that will, I mean, I'm not saying his base is right, but I am saying no, that. because I don't think that this is just some little piddly bullshit that he got suspended for you know what i mean this was a guy putting his foot in his fucking mouth and saying some shit that he shouldn't have said now yes do i think it is as egregious as if he fucking you know went on the news and 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 was like i was reading mein kampf over the weekend and not all of hitler's ideas were bad you know what i mean like yeah there are certainly more offensive things you can say than what he said that being said you shouldn't use any any offensive language like that for no goddamn reason whatsoever if if you're a news broadcaster it's just it's going to get you fired look at it like this man it it the fcc is their sort of t- 
terms and and regulations on on what is considered offensive language is frankly a little outdated and not it doesn't mirror what society actually finds offensive anymore like you could you know you look at um what was not the honeymooners but um all the bills we didn't play would um was it Family Matters? Archie uh, no, that was all in the family. All in the family. All in the family. Look at all in the family. Um, back then, he could he could say the n word on TV. He would say the n word sometimes. He could he could you could say racial slurs on TV and like as a bit, as a joke, and it was kind of okay. But if he would have said one shit or fuck, it would have been <gasps> pandemonium. You know, people would have freaked out. Now it's oh, the again, opposite. We're also talking context and the way Archie Bunker was not meant to be an idol. It was supposed to be no, backwards. No, he, he wasn't, but he could still say it. Whereas if he would have said shit as a funny little gag, that would have been over the line. Now it's kind of the opposite. You're not going to get in trouble. Like you will with the FCC, but I'm saying you're not going to have people pissed off on Facebook and trying to get you canceled because you said fuck on, 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 a, on a talk show. You know, like it just, no one would care. Um... And so it's, but that being said, if a news broadcaster accidentally was like, that was a great fucking play, you know, like that would, he'd probably be suspended for that. And that's not going to be considered nearly as offensive as using any kind of slur by, by people, by, by, by society, by today's standards. But he'd still get in trouble for saying fuck on the air, even though they were able to beep it out. It's like, dude, you're a reporter. You can't do that. So that absolutely goes for saying things like midget. Fair enough. Like I said, I cannot argue points. However, I also am old enough to the point where I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm getting grumpy. Get off my lawn, man. That's what I'm turning into. Right. I mean, but look, on a scale, like, is is this guy calling a quarterback a midget uh, in our top ten biggest problems as a nation? No. But like, I, it's enough. If I, find, if I'm this guy's boss, I'd fucking suspend him for it. Like, dude, I'm, I'm not getting, I'm not getting fucking boycotted because you wanted to call a quarterback a midget, you fucking idiot. Yeah, no, I, I, so I said, I hear you. All right, two more stories, and I think they both fall under the. Hey, dog, stop barking. Uh, I say that ought to do it. <laughs> I get these, dude. I got these two little these chihuahuas. It's, it's, they're, they're, they're like little person dogs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> not the M word. Ooh. See, I was, I was going to angrily call my dogs the M word on, on, on a podcast. I was going to say you should because then they'll get controversy about this I... podcast and it'll blow up and people, it'll, it'll be the Howard Stern thing. Some people listen to us to hate us and get angry so they can complain about us and then other people might find us. You should you should have used the slur against your dogs and we would be famous uh, as of like two days from now. Because yeah, but then we're not getting picked it. up by ESPN. I'm telling you, I did, I did us a solid. Oh, fair enough. All right, two stories and I think they both fall under the... Um, category one more than the other i shouldn't find this funny but i do um first one quick mcgruff the crime dog actor gets 16 years in prison that's more ironic than anything what i found interesting about this story uh the actor that played mcgruff the crime dog this he was sentenced to 16 years in prison oh it was old never mind okay because when i saw the story i'm like wait stemming from a 2011 era arrest this story was in 2014. It was just something that I stumbled across. One of those, like, holy shit, this guy was... Uh, a thousand marijuana plants, 27 weapons, including a grenade launcher, and 9,000 rounds of ammunition. So... Okay, here's here's the thing, though, and I know that sounds bad. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying it's a great look, but for one thing, the McGruff 
Crime Dog, was he involved with Dare in any way, shape, or form? No, good point. So, yeah. Because anybody you see in a bar with a Dare t-shirt on in 2020, that person will sell you drugs. I don't know which one, but it's it's, it's probably going to be multiple. Whatever drug you want. It, All right, yeah, since, they got a lot of drugs. that was an old story, let's move on to this one. Now, I sent you one story. Do you know any of the backstory for what I'm about to bring up? And I'll, I'll do the headline. Steven Spielberg's daughter, Michaela, 23, charged Oh, with- I don't know a lot of the backstory. But real quick, though, I, I do want to mention about the, the, the weed and all the all the guns and stuff. I know you get, like, such a harsher sentence for having, like, like drugs and guns together. But I think if it's one of those states where you can just buy an AR-15 at Walmart... And, like, I get it. I used to live in one of those states. Like, I, I get why the gun laws are more lax in, in more rural areas, you know, than they are here where people are all jammed on top of each other and living in close quarters and stuff like that. But that being said, if you can get all these guns super easy and everybody has them anyway, I don't think it should necessarily be that much of more of a fucking sentence because you had things that everybody else has with, with your drugs, you know? You absolutely missed the point where I said he also had a grenade launcher. Well, yeah, but what kind of grenade launch are we talking, man? Come on, how big a grenade launch? <laughs> All right, so the backstory. Do you know Steven Spielberg's daughter, Michaela, 23, charged with domestic violence in Nashville? Have you been following her at all in the past Wait, week? Wait, d- charged with domestic violence? Yes. I've, I've, I I didn't see this article, man. I, I knew that she was doing porn or something. Okay, that's what makes this. That's why this is the story to me that is funny, but shouldn't be funny. This is me being a bad person and laughing at tragedy, and I shouldn't do it. You already laughed at the coronavirus. You already laughed at an entire country being quarantined and thousands and thousands of people dying. No, I didn't laugh at it. I took pride in it. I said that's a good thing. I didn't laugh. Oh, you were just just genuinely. (laughs) You you didn't think of a knock knock joke for it. You were just genuinely pleased. Yes, just genuinely happy. No, this. The thing that I like about it is I love. I love stereotypes. I love um, an ending that you see coming a mile away. Because one week ago, uh, what you were saying just a second ago hit the news. She came out and said, hey, uh, I'm doing um, selfie porn, which is just me. I'm I'm a webcam girl. Uh, Guys pay me money, and then they say, you know, touch your boob, do whatever. She, she, She doesn't do partner stuff. She's not doing hardcore porn. She is just doing webcam stuff. And the reason she said she does it is because she was molested, tragic, horrible, not making fun there, but as she said, that this allows her to take back her sexuality, to feel empowered. And when I heard that, I'm like, I'm, I'm not sure a therapist would agree with you that if you were molested, that you know, touching yourself in front of a camera and getting paid to do it for men watching you online is healthy. But, yeah, but uh, I don't trust therapists either. Fuck them. If, okay, if, she, well, if, if she does it and it helps her, do it. Well, it keeps going then because it's like, and she's 23 years old and engaged to a 47-year-old man. And I'm like, again, I think there's a lot more going on here that you need to work out because there's obviously a big fucking issue there if you are engaged to a guy who's old enough to be your father. Is that guy's name Charlie Sheen? If so, she should wear condoms. Well, it's not just that. He's also a dart player. It's not like he's a multi-million. She's not engaged to Tom Steyer. A pro dart player. Professional dart player. God damn. Even homeless guys don't want their daughters marrying a professional dart player. My (laughs) God. 
So the whole point is... I would rather see my daughter live on the A train than live with a dart player. That is what I I heard a homeless man yelling uh, at his daughter as she was going off with a dart player the other day. And and I don't even think he was an Irish or British dart player. At least there it is semi-professional, I think, right? I don't know. But... So, last week I hear all this. How has there I, not been a comedy movie about dart players? That's just such a hilarious topic. I'm drawing a blank. I'm like, are you, you took me sideways. I'm trying to think of... I can't think of a goddamn movie about dart players. There needs to be. There needs to be a kingpin of darts. Hmm. So, my whole point about the sadness is, one week ago she was this empowered person that was, like, diddling herself for profit, and then she gets arrested for domestic violence, beating up her 47-year-old fiancé, and I'm like, it's just... it's. It's the ending you saw coming. You saw it coming. It is to say that I'm, be, I'm well adjusted now that I am taking off my clothes on a webcam for strangers on the internet. There's it. No, you're not well adjusted, and I'm not making fun of you. I'm not judging you. I'm just saying you're not well adjusted. There, there, there's something going on up there that you need to work out. And when you say I'm well adjusted because I'm doing this thing that doesn't seem well adjusted, the the fact that you get in a fight and get charged with domestic violence. It, that that's the natural outcome that i'm just saying i saw this ending coming a mile away so when i saw the headline i'm like yeah that makes sense that you know one week later uh when you're talking about empowerment and and getting paid to do softcore porn yeah domestic violence is the next one that's the next step yeah I, I mean but that's the thing is i'm not saying that it's it's inherent in that though you, you know i I don't, I don't think if if you do some kind of webcam stuff you're inherently, uh, you know, crazy or, or or out of your mind. But if you if you were to pull people who did webcam porn, and then pull people who weren't webcam porn people, you're going to have a higher rate of craziness around the webcam people. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, the, I mean, there's something that goes on upstairs that says I'm going to. I'm, it, there's there's that old. It's like, myth. look, I've sucked, I've I've smoked crack, never sucked dick for money, right? Never sucked dick for money. However, if you pulled people who have smoked crack and then pulled people who haven't smoked crack, way higher rates of sucking dick for money in camp <laughs> have smoked cracks before. <laughs> kind of the same thing, you know? Right. Well, what I was just gonna say is that being that- said, I'm not anti-crack. I'm pro-crack. Just try not to suck any dick for money if you're gonna do it. Just yeah. know that it's out there, and and and, and you got to be looking out for that. Just finance yourself. No, yeah, they, yeah. Get get your own bankroll. Don't go crazy with it. Smoke crack socially. Smoke crack responsibly, people. Don't suck any dicks. That is Let's going to that. be our message of the week. All right, Jake. Well, they never invite me back to give speeches at high schools, and it's bullshit. I I fill those kids with wisdom and knowledge. I think you do. Well, let's have a good Super Tuesday tomorrow. Next week, we get to talk about all the exciting headlines and who's in front now and who should drop out. And I'm sure there'll be more dropouts. Tulsi Gabbard's still in it. She's finished last in most of the elections, and she hasn't dropped out. I find isn't she suing Hillary Clinton or something? I thought that was her full time gig now. Yeah, I don't know. She's trolling. All right, kids. JakeVever.com, NathanTimmel.com. Thanks for tuning in. Later. <laughs>